Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. My name is Teresa Kitchens, and I am your host today, and I am really excited today. We have a little bit of a different concept going on. So one of the things that I think is really important is to be able to talk to women who are doing and balancing and achieving their goals. And so one of the things I was actually talking with my friend Tiffany Cooper from Insurance Specialist of Georgia just recently, and we talked about the difficulty that really comes into work-life balance. And what that is, is just trying to find that happy space between knowing that you're accomplishing what you need to at work and knowing that you're completely there for your family and being in that space because it is so hard to find that balance. And I had that conversation so many times. In fact, the week that Tiffany and I talked about it, I actually talked to three other women that it just organically came up in conversations over the phone. And so, Tiffany, I am really excited to talk to you today. I know that you and I talked about that work-life balance, and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to help other women try to figure this out because it's um, always changing, but we have to adapt, so I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. And it adapts as our children get older too. So like our life changes as their needs change too. So I, my kids are 27 and 21. We talked about that earlier. Today is, um, today is uh, June 17th, 2020. So hopefully maybe we're still going at this in 10, 15 years. So when your kids are a little bit older, they'll be like, oh, Tiffany, you know, had younger children. But Tiffany, tell me a little bit about your family structure and kind of where you're at at that, at that family stage. Great. So um, I have a two-year-old little girl and a four-year-old little girl. Um, they are the light of my life and the headache of my life. Um, I am <laughs> yes, I am married to a police detective, so he's usually never there, um, especially right now. But he does his best to help me every way that he can. Um, I am blessed far more than others. And his, his mother actually lives with us. So nice. she helps me so much. Um, it makes a big difference. And without her, I don't even know how I could even do this. Um, but things in my life have made me realize the changes that I need to make with my work life, life balance. And that's why I feel like I can help other women see the importance of it. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what stage we are in our career. So you and I are both business owners as far as the fact that we we legally own a business or an insurance agency. But, you know, I have friends of mine in the insurance space, as I'm sure you do, who we've met in other parts of the insurance space with carriers or, you know, I mean, a lot of our, our area reps with our carriers are working women. And, you know, we we find that we have other team members who are working women that come on in as CSRs or as sales producers or, you know, whatever it is, there's lots of women in the insurance space um, just across the board. And I think everybody can really benefit from this type of a discussion. So tell me a little bit about how you got into insurance just very briefly and how long you've been in it and kind of what your role is. So that way we can also understand maybe what your day looks like as a, a working, as a working uh, woman and a working business owner. Okay, wonderful. So I started off as a receptionist 
and I have a loud voice, and I'm not afraid to ask anything to anyone. Woo woo! I'm right there with you, girl. We're sisters. <laughs> my female boss came to me and said, "You're more than a receptionist. Like, let's just try this out." Well, 18 years later, I'm a successful business owner here in Georgia. Um, you asked me something else. I have mom brain. So um, <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. So so, how long have you guys actually owned the agents? I know you have a a business partner with Amanda. So the two of you guys work together. How long have you guys been in business? We have been in business a year and a half. Um, prior to that, I was a captive agent for seven years, and that really is what made me look at my life and say something has to change. So was going independent and making that change into owning your own agency part of your quest for that work-life balance? It didn't start that way um, until I hit rock bottom with my captive agency. For seven years, I like, I always mess this up, but I lived, eat, and breathe them. And mm, yeah. I never took off. Um, I came from a state farm agent and I kind of felt like nothing against them, but it was a female agent and she was never there. And I, I swore to myself, I would never be that type of agent that isn't at work, that isn't doing the job, who isn't showing appreciation. So that's what I did for seven years is I stayed in this office every single day, never took off, felt bad when I did. And at seven years, um, that door closed suddenly. It literally broke me and I thought I'm worthless. My life's over. Um, I've missed out on seven years of life. And it was just a change that I said, I will no longer do this. Um, I want to be a business owner. This is what I love. I love helping people. I love saving people money. I love making them happy about insurance. Um, but I, I just said, you can't work till nine o'clock at night. You, you no. can't. Do at the end of the day, we really don't make a lot of money to do that. And what's important, when I had my first daughter, I took three weeks off. My first wow. child, three weeks and was back to work. My second daughter was two weeks. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I didn't take 12 weeks or even six and I missed that and I won't have any more children. Um, I don't want any, <laughs> but it saddens me that I missed that. Those were moments I can never get back and the doors still were open and business didn't suffer because I took some time off. Um, I just feel like us women, we always want to push and we always want to be successful and we want to do better. But if it can't happen between nine and five, it has to wait till the next day. Or you need to reevaluate your team, not either hire someone or get rid of someone. But you right. need, you cannot, we try to do it on our own. We try to carry the load on our own. And we cannot do that. In my agency, I bring in the business. So I'm constantly marketing, thinking of Facebook ideas. Um, I make the phone ring. That's my job in this office. So it just, it never turns off because I'll see a cool idea and then I'll bring it back to the office. And what I bring to the table is how Amanda grows. 
as my business partner. So I'm constantly thinking of, did I slack this month and did it affect us? Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw a post. Someone said, how do you handle personal calls on your cell phone from customers or Facebook messages? Oh yeah. I saw that. And I thought I almost posted and I almost said, this is just my opinion. Your customers shouldn't have your cell phone number. That, that is mine. Um, I learned the hard way because they don't, their urgency is not your emergency. Yep. And if they're texting you at nine o'clock at night and their house ain't on fire, they don't need to be texting you. Well, and even if their house is on fire, you're not the person who can put it out. You're the person who can help them even almost tomorrow. They've literally got to have, you know, um, maybe they need to alert you or maybe you need to open up a claim so they feel safe as far as the fact they can move forward. But if that house is on fire, don't call me. <laughs> I, I don't have, you know, the water or the CO2. I, I don't have that. You know, I can help you get into a hotel. I can help you make sure you file a claim. But even that can wait till just breathe, you know, just go have a libation or something and relax because you deserve it. You need to just breathe because at that point, everybody's so adrenaline oriented. You know, I'm not the person they need to call if their house is on fire. Right. I want to be there for my clients and it's not that I don't, but I've learned that the behavior that you allow them to begin with is the behavior they end with. Mm -hmm. So allow them to call your cell phone if you allow them to message you on facebook at all hours of the night to ask when their bills do that's how they'll treat you and that's how you can separate your work and life balance is what you will accept and what you expect from your customers and what they can expect from you i think that a lot of us like i was talking to a friend the other day ashley another agent i met at ioa and i said what are you doing and it was like nine o'clock at night and she's working Mm. girl you no no it needs to wait till tomorrow like your marriage is gonna suffer she doesn't have kids but if you don't stop that behavior now you're gonna regret it when you have children because you just won't know how to stop well I totally agree and we talked before my kids are older and I was a single mom for a long time so I became a single mom my oldest was um my oldest was um, 14, maybe 15. And my youngest was like nine. And I just, and I had a very hard time because I was like, Oh, I'm the provider, right? I'm the one who has to be able to do this, 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 and this. And yet at the same point, I had to be there for this, 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 and this for them. And so my kids will even now, and I've, I mentioned it on another podcast, you're totally going to laugh, but now they sit around and they have this mocking thing that they do. They both sit there like at my kitchen table or whatever. And they're like, Sterling Insurance, how may I serve you today? And they're like, okay, mm-hmm, bye-bye. And they make, they because they've heard it so many times because I'd be in the car or I'd be sitting on the couch and I'd take a phone call. Or my son even used to talk about the fact that I would put him to bed and then I'd go and our living room was on the other end of the house, but downstairs. And I always had nails. I always had these little, you know, fake nails, whatever. And um, they were always like, I could hear your nails on the keyboard because I put them to bed and I'd go work for like another two or three hours. And- um. It just, you know, I, a part of me is proud of that because I've shown them how to still be there and still at the same time work. But at the same point, there were a lot of things I walked out on, like, um, you know, games, like, you know, athletic games or whatever that I took a phone call and I had to step out of the gymnasium for, or, you know, or I'm in the middle of, you know, working on the Christmas party or something like that. And I pull out my phone and I text somebody real quick and 
I wish I wouldn't have done that. I really, really do. Um, but at the same point I did, and it is what it is, but neither one of them have a real desire to be in the business or to do a lot of those types of things. And I almost wonder if that's why, because they think they'll never, ever have a day off. But, wow. you know, we are, we're setting that example for our children too. What type of life do we want our children to have when they get older? And how do we want them to rely on us if we're always working in the side and if we're always multitasking in that area of parenting, they're going to learn that that is what they're going to be expected to do. And they might just walk away from all that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I'm 30. Well, I'll be 38 this month, but um, I have a friend from call uh, from high school. She was 37 and she passed away suddenly the other day. She has three mm. kids. And I, I went to my business partner and I said, if what happened to me, if this happened to me, I don't want to look down on my kids and say, I didn't spend enough time with them. And I could have, that's why we're business owners is for flexibility. Money does not drive me. It drives a lot of people, but it does not drive me. Time drives me. And I made a decision and I no longer work five days a week. And um, neither does Amanda. She takes a day off too. And I work from nine to four and then we, we switch off during the week. But I said, I, you never want to look back and say that you should have done something different with your family or you should have done something different with your kids. I've seen people post that their marriages were suffering on Facebook and mm -hmm. why? Because you're bringing your work home. Like you have to turn it off. You don't, you, I mean, I want my kids to do this. I would love for them to work for me, but I don't want them to view it as a burden or mom works all the time that's not what I want them to see. I want them to see a successful business owner that knows how to separate life and work. And it's right. very important. It, even though, I mean, last month we started this and we had one of our biggest months we've ever had in a year and a half. And I wasn't here one day a week. I was only here four and I made it happen. And I grinded for those seven hours that I was here. And I just feel like women, we just try to carry the weight of the world and we forget all the other things. And there's just so much more that's important than insurance. You can still be successful and still have a successful family life. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, AK Agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Right, right. But I think you have to do that intentionally. Like you yeah. said, you have to put up those um, structures, those boundaries, if you will. I'm not a big fan of the word boundaries because I think it's too ambiguous, but you have to put up those those lines, right? To where you say, like you said, you know, there's nothing really that can't wait until 8 a.m. You know, I mean, if we have a big storm that comes through, I'm perfectly fine with answering my phone if clients call overall, because I know something's happened and I'm, you know, I'm in, right? Um, but on a, you know, Sunday afternoon, you know, if somebody's worried about their COVID refund, that's not what I would need to talk to them 
about their COVID refund, you know, and and I think we have to be able to to do that. And I think, you know, there's also ways for us to be able to make sure we delegate a lot because women don't delegate, I think, in general really well. We want to try to I'm not going to use the word control because I don't think it's really necessarily a control thing. It is a little bit, but it's very much like being a helicopter mom, right? If we have to do everything for our kids, we we have to do everything for our business. And it's it's the same concept of doing that. How do you how do you delegate? How do you work that process? Because I think that's part of this journey is being conscious of the fact that we have to keep that balance going. And how do you how do you how do you delegate? How do you decide what you delegate? How do you decide what you carry and what you what you hand off maybe to another either family member or for you and Amanda to share or somebody else in your agency that you guys work with? So when I had a team of four, we would sit down at the conference table and I would everyone kind of had their they knew what their job title was. But one of them was creative. So instead of me doing send out cards, I was like, well, this person's creative, so I'm going to give it to her. And I engaged them on what they like to do. So just because they're sales, they may like to do cards. And maybe I didn't think about that. But if we're not asking our team what they like, what they enjoy, then we're not utilizing their strengths in the right way. So it's very... It's, it's just really important that to ask questions, don't assume, um, because I'm not creative at all, and I would love for someone else to take that on, but I don't have that option right now, so I figure it out, but when I look back at my team, there was so many things that one was good at um, or better than the other, and one enjoyed something, but we've got to ask. You can't delegate something to someone who hates being creative, because that's just not going to work, and you're going to end up doing it anyway. But if you send it to the right person, it relieves your stress. You don't have to worry about it. And you can say, I know that they got it taken care of because that's their lane. Like they know it and they can take care of it. Right, right. I think it is very important to know each other's strengths, you know. And um, and like maybe somebody who's more technical can put together all your reports for a meeting, you know, kind of thing. And somebody else who's, like you said, more creative can do more of the the like you said, send out cards or, or like postcard marketing or, you know, put together some, some, some things like that, work on some social media, whatever it might be. Right. And I think, you know, it is really important. So do you just do that by asking them, what do you really enjoy to do? What do you really love to do? Or did you give them personality assessments so that then you guys could kind of figure out how to work best together? Or how did you kind of get into that? So what I did was I wrote down what I needed help with what the agency needed to grow. And then we sat at the table and I said, this is what I need. And they spoke up or I'd say, I had a 21 year old working for me. They love Facebook. So I was like, girl, you're doing Facebook. And just let them do it. Um, I just asked them, I said, this is what we need to be successful. And this is what I need help with. And I let them decide that they wanted to do it instead of me telling them because it is their idea. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So how do you, how do you also kind of keep the, the time with your family? Um, I know we talked about not really giving out your cell phone number, not giving out your personal information and so forth. How do you keep your mind clear when you are working with your, when you're with your family um, to be able to make sure that you can really devote on them because I have a really hard time with that. Sometimes I like to wake up like at 3am 
thinking, did we do this? You know, and I know we had this conversation, but were we really clear about it? You know, and I, I've gotten to where I've learned just in my own, I don't know, maybe call it aging brain. I don't know. I'm not that old. I, I talk about myself like I'm so old, but I'm really not. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe 47 is old, but I don't think it's that old, but, um, you know, how, how do you kind of emotionally keep that separately? Because as a business owner, I carry so much of that myself and I take my personal responsibility to my team to make sure that they have what they need as well. And I need to make sure I run my numbers. I need to make sure I do this, that, the other. And I take the responsibility I have towards my clients and, or, the 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 other people that I interface with because we're both on IAOA and I'm one of the moderators for the women's uh, women of IAOA and then I have a mastermind group that that I work with and I mean how do you take that and not let that just absorb your mind when you're just on the floor playing with your kids because I think that's another thing that I really struggled with for a long time. I think that um, so I did say at the beginning if it can't get done to nine to five it's just gonna go to the next day. But I do prioritize. Amanda and I, I hate sticky notes, but sometimes it just is what it is. But we write down on a to-do list, a notepad, whatever, every single day that we know has to get done that day. And we don't leave until it's done. If it's a mortgagee change, come on, that can wait till tomorrow. But we write it down and we check it off. There's also something that I found out yesterday. I think it's called Google Calendar. And you can tell Google that these are the tasks that you need to get done for the day. And when you complete it, you check it off and it will remind you, Hey, did you do this today? But we have to prioritize what's important in that day. Um, a mortgagee change again is not taking a payment is writing a policy is, um, it doesn't honestly, it doesn't cut off when I'm at home playing with my kids. It just is never going to for any of us. I email myself immediately if I think about something. Oh, I forgot to do this today. And then I leave it alone. I can't do anything about it. I do not bring my laptop home ever um, for any nice. reason. I wow. don't. I know. I'm just not, I'm just not, not going to do it's it. It's really funny because I've like got mine with me all the time. Like all the time. I, I take it with me everywhere. <laughs> if you didn't have it, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't True. do the work you spend time with your family. And I know that if it's there, I'm like, oh, this was only gonna take me five minutes to quote this person. They can wait. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And if we're not taking care of ourselves and cleaning our mind, we can't be, have a successful business. You may think it's successful, but how much better could it be if we were utilizing our team, if we were writing down to-do lists, not bringing our computers home, spending time with our families, you're going to be so much happier and there's going to be so much more that you're going to be able to do in your eight hour day. Right. I don't think a lot of people are going to be able to not bring home their computers, but you have to determine what you're willing to, when you're willing to stop. Is it five o'clock? Is it six o'clock? But after going through the things that I've gone through, I'm not doing that. I, I right. just want to. I have never taken my computer home in, well, eight years of being a business owner. Wow. And I, I know. I, I didn't even do it at the beginning because I knew that that's what it would lead to. And right. you can make a decision to take it home and not spend time with your family that you can never get back. 
It's true. So true. So true. So, so as you, as your kids grow, I mean, well, I mean, I don't really have another question from there. I don't know where I was going to go, but I just totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I'm really excited about that for you moving forward. Cause I mean, there's so many of us, I think that have tried to multitask and you know, they always say there's no such thing as multitasking, right? You're always just swapping from thing to thing and you're just focused on one thing at a time. And um, that's probably very, very true. Cause I think of doing things and being with my family and doing things and taking care of my kids or whatever is multitasking. But at the same point, I'm really not because I'm either present or not present, right? So you're yeah. present maybe for a couple minutes and you're not present for a couple minutes. So if we really thought about the fact that we're, we're present, not present, present, not present, present, not present, you're really not present how much of the time when you're multitasking or not dealing with your, you know, not being really focused on your family whenever you're spending family time. Right. It's not family time if you're thinking about work. Right. Family right. time, it's all turned off. You don't answer the Facebook messages and, or you say, you know what, I'm with my family. I'm at work tomorrow at 9 a.m. and you send yourself an email and you, you shut, you just turn it off. And it does sound easier said than done, but I've been doing it for, well, now a year and a half. Um, And I love it. And I, you cannot ever get your kids or your marriage time back. Right. There's no it's not like I'm not successful and I'm doing all these things. I'm very successful and I'm still doing these things. I'm still taking time for me and my family. Right. Right. So important. So important. Well, Tiffany, you have been fabulous. I really, really appreciate it. And I really know that there's so many women out there who need a little bit of that encouragement to be able to create that work-life balance because they do want really strong, healthy marriages, really, really strong, healthy children and relationships with their children and relationships with their, with their, with their business partner, right? To where we're not coming in the office stressed. We're not worn out. We're not just ticked off whenever we're walking in the door because we've already worked 80% of our weekend that we feel like we haven't had that downtime. So I really appreciate your time today. And uh, if people wanted to reach out to you and talk about, talk a little bit about that work-life balance, how would people be able to connect with you? You guys can find me on Facebook, Tiffany Cooper, or you can call me at my office, 706-1280. I'm here from nine to four and off on Mondays, but I want to help you, but during work. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, thank you very much, everybody. This has been a wonderful episode talking about work-life balance with Tiffany Cooper, an insurance specialist of Georgia uh, here at the Power of Women in Insurance. So I'm so grateful you guys listened today. Uh, Please make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast so that that way you can talk and learn from other powerful women in the insurance space who who have treaded those waters before and who are succeeding and thriving in the insurance space. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. 